Stu does America, the state of the race. Welcome to the state of the race. It is January 12th, 2024, 298 days to the general election, 11 days until New Hampshire and only three days until the Iowa caucuses. Uh, I will just start the podcast today just with a quick apology for some of the technical issues we've had over the past couple of days. A little bit of a hiss on the audio. Hopefully we're trying to get that corrected. Let us know if you're still having any problems. Coming up, we have an affair in relation to the Donald Trump legal situation. A candidate that just dropped out might be getting back in. And a brand new poll from Iowa that is honestly catastrophic, if true, for one candidate. Let's start with our key metrics. And for that, we go to the prediction markets today and begin looking at Iowa. And honestly, the prediction markets are pretty sure of themselves. Now, if you don't know how prediction markets work, basically, you get to predict the outcome of these elections before these elections occur. And to do that, you need to put your money where your mouth is. This is not something where people are telling a pollster what they might want to happen, even though they don't think it will happen. These are people looking at all the available information and trying to predict what will happen. And if they're right, they get paid. If they're wrong, they lose cash. So this is really what people believe right now. And if you think this is wrong, you can hop on predictit.org and you can make some money for yourself. The way Iowa looks right now, according to the prediction markets, is pretty one-sided. Donald Trump with a 93% chance to win in Iowa on Monday. Ron DeSantis is second at 9%. You'll notice these don't add up exactly to 100. That's sort of a function of the way these markets work, but gives you a general idea. Vivek Ramaswamy is at 3%. Nikki Haley, who has shown some positive polling growth here over the past couple of months in Iowa, only at 2%. And that is it for the field as Chris Christie is now out of it. In New Hampshire, we see Donald Trump with a 68% chance to win, according to Predicted.org. Nikki Haley at 34%. Vivek Ramaswamy at 3%. Ron DeSantis at 2%. And finally, what about the nomination overall? The Republican nomination goes this way in the prediction markets. Donald Trump at 78% chance, a 78% chance to win the nomination. Nikki Haley is second at 16%. Ron DeSantis and Vivek Ramaswamy tied at 6% for the nomination. Again, this is different than polling. This is the synthesis of all available information sort of filtered through the people who are trying to make money on a prediction market. But as you can see, Donald Trump is the heavy, heavy favorite. Now let's look at our candidate updates. And we've had so many different salacious aspects of this campaign so far, but we haven't really had an affair yet, a good old fashioned affair. Yet somehow this is now being inserted into our political lives. This goes to Fannie Willis. She is the prosecutor in the Atlanta case and the Georgia case when it comes to Trump and his situation where they're going after him on these RICO violations as, as it's tied to January 6th and the surrounding efforts during the 2020 election. And this is really a crazy story. Basically, all of this information was, was revealed in disclosures that came in expense reports from a guy named Nathan Waite. He's an outside lawyer hired by Fannie Willis 
to lead the Trump prosecution. Now, they were included in a public filing this week from Michael Roman, a former Trump campaign official who is a defendant in the case. The filing thrust Mr. Wade into the spotlight, according to the New York Times, accusing him of being romantically involved with Fannie Willis and suggesting that their relationship was the reason she chose him for the high-paying gig. And we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars changing hands. Why does this matter? Well, his wife, Nathan Wade's wife, is in the middle of divorcing him. So now there is a divorce case, and now Fannie Willis is being asked to appear in the divorce case. A bizarre, bizarre story, just to make this a little bit more complicated. Vivek Ramaswamy is now predicting that Nikki Haley will take Ron DeSantis as a running mate. Now, normally you don't pick a running mate unless you win. We did see an exception to that back in 2016 when Ted Cruz talked about having Carly Fiorina as his running mate. Now, it looks like Ramaswamy is kind of accusing uh, Nikki Haley of trying to take that same approach with DeSantis. They're going to try to do a super team situation. I don't know. If you saw the debate the other night, DeSantis and Haley do not seem to like each other at all. They kind of seem to hate each other and have very little respect for one another. This is a Vivek Ramaswamy prediction he's throwing out there. At the same time, some people are talking about Vivek Ramaswamy as a potential VP for Donald Trump. We'll see if that happens. Chris Christie is still in the news. Now, you know he dropped out this week. Well, Senator Joe Lieberman is stepping up. You'll remember him. He was a Democrat that was the vice presidential candidate for Al Gore in 2000. He was a longtime senator from the state of Connecticut. And he's been working with this no labels group for a while. He wants Chris Christie to go in and be that candidate for the no labels party. They've been talking for a while about wanting a Republican at the top of that ticket, largely to pull from Donald Trump. Look, is that going to work? I think we've seen Chris Christie is not the guy that's going to make a dent in Donald Trump if that's what you want, but they're talking about doing it. And let's not forget about Joe Biden. Jill Biden was asked about Joe's age. It's a little bit sensitive, right? You're asking the wife of someone about how old their husband is. But when asked about Joe's age, she said it was an asset, which is fascinating. If it is an asset, it is an antique. Now over to today's focus, and it's a new poll from Suffolk University. They polled 500 likely caucus goers in Iowa, and we have a new poll and it's good that we're getting more polling information the more information the better we should get the des moines register poll either this weekend or possibly even monday probably sunday is when that one comes out we'll wait for that and we'll hit it for sure on state of the race on monday if it does come out Uh, suffolk university did a poll and they have some interesting information in there first of all donald trump leads with 54 percent again if he's in over you know he's at over 50 percent This is really a blowout, considering all the resources that have been spent to try to take him out in Iowa. That's a really good result for Donald Trump, even though everyone kind of expects him to win at this point. That's a really, really big win, and it has him up over 34 points over the second place candidate. But this is really where the news is from this poll. The second place candidate in this poll is not Ron DeSantis. It is Nikki Haley at 20%. Ron DeSantis at 13%, and then Vivek Ramaswamy at 6%. I mean, look, if this happens, this is catastrophic for Ron DeSantis. I I don't know that he makes it past the next afternoon still being in the campaign. He cannot finish third. He certainly cannot finish 
third by seven points. Now, there's so many questions going on with the weather and uh, whether people are thinking, oh, this is a blowout. I'm not even going to bother doing it this, this year. We have no idea how accurate this is. It's not really supported by other polls. There's not a lot of other polls that are telling us the same thing, but sometimes these late-breaking indicators tell us something we didn't know in the final moments of a campaign. A couple of other things that are interesting here, when you talk about where the support is coming from for Nikki Haley, she's got 28% of the vote among independents and 42% of the vote among moderate and liberal likely caucus goers, which again... This is the only area she leads Trump, and she's building this coalition of voters to try to win a Republican primary with moderate, independent, liberal, in some cases, socialist. Like, they're literally called socialist voters in some of these polling outfits. And, I, you know, look, you're not going to win a Republican nomination with a makeup of a coalition like that. It's just not sustainable. Um, these voters, of course, are a small share of the Iowa electorate. Only 15% of Iowa caucus goers identified as moderate or liberal in 2016. So it's going to be difficult for her to pull off a presidential win here with a nomination on the Republican side with this type of makeup. A couple other interesting parts of this poll. Ron DeSantis is the top second choice. This is like Woomp, There It Is. Remember that song, Woomp, There It Is? It never got to number one. But it was the number one song for the year because it was number two for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. I don't know if that's the approach Ron DeSantis is looking for, the whoop there it is approach to the campaign. But so far, not really paying dividends. The uh, second place when it comes to the second choice, by the way, Vivek Ramaswamy at 19%. One other interesting part of this, I, I, this is the first I've seen uh, of a poll showing this type of dynamic when it comes to issues. The number one issue, I mean, say it with me, it's the economy, right? That's what it always is. Well, not in this poll. In this poll, the number one issue is not the economy. It's the border. Again, you might know the location of Iowa, not exactly a border state, but that's how bad the border is right now for Joe Biden. We'll go into more detail on that coming up on an episode next week. But the border is the number one issue in Iowa for the caucus voters in this poll by 13 points over the economy. All right, this has been State of the Race. We appreciate you tuning in. We will be back next week. Remember, Monday is Iowa Caucus Day. It's here. We're going to actually have votes and totals to look at. No more polling. No more guessing. We're going to actually know what happened in just a few days. Have a great weekend. Go Birds. Go Birds.